0: Welcome back to Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. And it's going to get difficult to keep talking about sports when all the sports are seemingly going away again. It feels like March. We're all sitting here watching news announcement after press briefing, after press briefing, after news announcement, after leaked Twitter information. We're all just sitting here watching it happen right in front of our faces again. and It looks like no college football. Nationwide, really. I mean, the uh, uh, majority of mid-majors had, have called it. And uh, now we've seen two Power Five conferences call it. And I'm sure once we get off here or in the next couple of days, we'll see the rest of the Power Fives follow suit. The only exception might be the SEC. I don't know how motivated they are to play this season, but we'll find out. Again, we're recording this on Tuesday, August 11th. And uh, uh, this was the day that the Big Ten announced the fall sports season and the Pac-12 have uh, gotten rid of the fall sports season. Now, the interesting thing about the Pac-12, Sam, is that the Pac-12 not only canceled just the fall sports, they canceled all sports through the end of the calendar year. That means men's and women's basketball and swimming and diving won't start on time this fall which is very interesting and it's gonna it's gonna um I think have an effect on other conferences but Sam I wanted to get your immediate reaction to the Big Ten and the Pac-12 we already knew the mid-majors the MAC um the uh, Mountain West and all of them the Ivy League everything they have all canceled but now we're starting to get the Power Fives to cancel Sam what uh, what is your immediate reaction to these the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling already Woo
1: this This is interesting, like we were this is basically a shit show now. We were planning on moving into campus next week, everything was riding high, and then I think it was either Friday or Thursday of last week. the Mac announces that they're canceling the fall sports, and life just sucks now like when you when you think about it, there's no sports, we haven't had or well we we haven't had college sports since. Early March, I believe it was because the March Madness was canceled, the conference ca- tournaments were canceled. And yeah, I don't know about you, Grant, but I'm not I'm not loving life right now. No, I'm not either. And I really thought
0: we were gonna see football from the power fives in, in the Big Ten. I really thought we were there for a little bit. But they they pack it in. And why I mean I don't even really think they have like number like anything to really back it up I mean obviously we're in a pandemic but when you look at like cases within college football teams we really I mean there's been a couple instances I know IU had to go on a two-week quarantine but other than that we haven't really seen much and that's what why it really surprises me so much is we're already going to call it in before we even start. Like, sure, if we started and, and, you know, teams were, I mean, 25, 50 people at a time are getting it, then sure, but we're already packing it in with no real numbers to, to back it up with. If you want to back it based off the country's numbers or individual state's numbers, fine, but when these college players have been on campus since the 1st of July – They've been on camp. That's literally the only place they've been. Campus, football field. Campus, football field. Campus, football field testing site. I mean, most players had to get tests once a week, so it really kind of surprises me in that aspect where the players have been on campus essentially in a bubble, quote-unquote, if you would, but they already decided to call it in, and they don't want the liability. Sure, I get that part of it, but man, it's a financial hit. I mean, they already took the hit because they weren't going to be able to have fans. But I uh, I think it's shocking. I think it's disappointing. Um, and the fall now is really going to – the NFL is going to take over the TV. It really is.
1: Yeah, but you know what I'm tired of hearing, Grant, I don't know about you. I, I was uh, part of the MAC press conference when the commissioner was letting everybody know like why they decided to cancel and whatnot. And what I've seen from other commissioners is I, I'm tired of you telling us that it's based on medical, like officials. I want to know what went behind the scenes. I want to I know what those conversations were like. Don't just tell me health, health um, officials uh, told us not to play games. I'm tired of hearing that. I've heard that so many times for the Big Ten commissioner, MAC commissioners, Mountain West commissioners like tell us what was going behind the scenes like break it down to us the cost if if there would have been like if it would have you would have taken a financial hit because of all the daily testing if uh what would have the outlook like cuz Ball State literally scheduled a $350,000 game with Iowa State like 2 weeks ago and uh, 5 days later you're canceling the season like like i i i like I, the one thing i will agree with you on like I, I, I do want to see college football, and I get why they canceled it, but if you're going to cancel it, tell me more why you're going to cancel it than medical officials because I'm tired of hearing that. It's, it's sick. It's blown up my news feed, them saying that, and I'm just sick of it.
0: I, I agree with you. I mean, um, if you could have came out and said, look, I mean, this is how much money we're losing because we're not going to be able to have fans and it's really not financially feasible for us. To have it. That's I mean, that's a better excuse than saying, well, Joe Schmo down the street, who's a health department worker for a blah, blah, blah County now gets to make all the decisions about this. Like that's the thing too, you know, local officials are making these decisions where it's really like, are they, is that really, does that really fall under their umbrella? Cause I don't really think it does. And I think, you know, I, the whole cancel, cancel this, cancel that, is really just starting to get annoying. I, I thought, you know, look, we've we've put we've put in you know these safeguards and everything. I mean, why can't we play? And you know, you scroll through ESPN, and I mean, they just can't wait for stuff to get canceled. Now, I think, um, and and even Nebraska's came out and said they still think they might be able to play. Uh, the football coach, the president, and the chancellor came out and and released in a joint statement, says, we will continue to consult with medical experts and evaluate the situation as it emerges, and we hope it may be possible for our student athletes to have an opportunity to compete. To compete with who? I don't know. Maybe a seven-on-seven game against themselves because you're really running out of opponents. But, I mean, they, uh, they believe that, you know, it's, it's a safer place to, you know, to be playing football. And, and honestly it is because you think about it, players are going to practice to class into the rooms and, in colleges now. I mean, we've gotten the emails. I am mean, you've gotten president Merz's yep. 18,000 <laughs> emails. Right. And I, and I appreciate it. I don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. You communicate, you let me know. That's awesome. But, colleges have put in so many safeguards to where you know if if i'm in class with a person who tests positive then i'm going to have to probably get a test you know monitor my symptoms possibly quarantine right i mean if you get if you get coronavirus on campus you're going into a quarantine isolation type thing where you're going to be isolated so if these college football players you know, the chance of them getting it from another college student, I don't think is very high. You know, one, because one of the things to return back to campus is you sign a thing that says you quarantine for 14 days or you present a negative test. So I think that really players are safer on campus. I mean, they really are because if, if we get wind, if somebody gets wind of somebody testing positive, well, they're going to, you know, do contact tracing, all of that. So the safeguards are there, I think. And I think college football, could be played safely did they need could they have delayed it sure but I think it could be played safely and and I'm not just saying that because I'm a greedy football fan who now has nothing to do on Saturdays especially since Ball State won't be playing but I, I truly do believe that the college campus is the safest place for players to be and and even me and you it's the safest place to be we don't have to go to the store on a regular basis or out to eat or be in i mean we're pretty much going to be in contact with the same people every day so if you know if one of them gets it we're going to know to quarantine or and we're not going to pass it on to other people so i think Mm -hmm. it's really the safest place for for football players to be
1: but uh, I'll touch on the Nebraska thing first it's just like sure you could say that but who are you gonna play like I I'm pretty sure the big 12 is gonna cancel or the SEC like you're you only have so many leagues left I believe there's like four leagues left so you gotta work that out first of all second of all that it doesn't really make me hopeful for an NFL season I uh the NFL doesn't have the excuse of the financials because they can afford it with all their TV deals, marketing deals, Madden, and what you call. It. So they don't have that to fall back on an excuse to say we can't afford testing because bullshit. We know you can afford it. Like everybody knows they're billionaires and whatnot. So uh, with the with the canceling of college football, who's basically would have what it, it basically would have projected what an NFL season would look like. Like what if a team gets it? What if these players get said whatnot. Now that's not feasible. So I'm just, I'm just worried that we're not even going to get an NFL season to begin with just for the fact that, that I, I personally don't think the NFL has a solid plan enough to do this. They've had six months, but what have they really said to keep players safe? Really? When you think about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the NFL is a whole other circle, you know, they, they have put in the place and I, I shared on my story the other day, Sam, I don't know if you saw it. The Denver Broncos actually have yep. set up this, like, sprinkler that you walk under when you come to the facility. It's like a disinfectant. I don't know how effective that is. I thought it was pretty funny, uh, quite honestly. But, um, yeah, I think – and even moving to the spring, I mean, you can't play a full season in the spring and turn around and play another full one in the fall. I mean, I've heard some people say um, – that you could play eight games in the spring, eight games in the fall and make it one season. But then you have to deal with, okay, so if you're a senior that's going to graduate in 2021, does that mean that you play in the spring and then get to come back and play in the fall? I mean, you got to think of all of those things. Um, And even not having college football, I'm going to bring up a point my dad made uh, a couple of days ago it doesn't just affect the universities financially. The universities will be fine financially. I mean, they will be fine. They're not going to be, you know, good off, but they're going to be fine. It affects, you know, the 25 people at Schumann Stadium that work security. It affects, you know, people who work game day operations. I mean, people who, the concession stand workers. I mean, the, the, I mean even at, at places that have grass, I mean, the people who mow the grass, I mean, it really affects everyone, the people who paint the lines on the field. Every, more than just the university is affected here. It affects you know, the people that take tickets, the electricians who work in the stadium, the, the timekeeper, the PA announcer, the, the play-by-play radio guy. It affects all of them because now they don't have a job for this fall. And it's probably not their only job. But it's a job they rely on. So that affects them immensely. And I hope that universities come out with some sort of, you know, stipend to give these people who rely on these jobs, even if it isn't a full season's pay, just at least something because they are reliant on that too.
1: Yeah, when I when you said twenty five people, I thought you were gonna mention the twenty five people who show up to watch the games. That's well, that's too, That's Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, you make a great point when you think of not only the people in the state, the businesses, and the community. I will say the one colleges, two one college who doesn't look the best is Akron. Akron looks in a like a terrible spot. They they may even be bankrupt in a few years. But beyond that, like. I'm sure like all the universities will find they may have to cut one or two programs, like, which is obviously sad, but you got to do what you got to do at the end of the day to stay afloat. And if you have to cut one or two programs, it's better than cutting 11 or 12. So the point remains is, I think,
0: I mean, uh, sorry to interrupt there, but I think, you know, schools like ball state, like these mid, uh, mid majors, they're going to start cutting sports. You're going to see some sports be gone here soon. Um, and how about all works with Title IX is a whole other thing because I mean, if you you have to keep the, the number of athletes the same, so it's going to be very interesting. I mean, but, to to see how these universities handle this.
1: But Grant, I, this is kind of off topic. But did you see that Sportslink is kind of upgrading or like expanding?
0: Yeah, I mean, the uh, the Sportslink uh, program at Ball State's what Sam's referencing. Yeah, they're they're expanding, which is good. Wait,
1: which is kind of ironic. Like when like we're like worried about money and whatnot, there's just like Paul State's putting in more money to Sportslink, but hey.
0: Well, I mean stuff like that is is already pl- planned out. I mean, if you saw um like like Ball State, um they are I mean, they're fine we're fine financially through twenty twenty. Yeah. 2021 the next physical year is when we have to to start making cuts and and things to make up for this so everything that you're seeing on college campuses right now the new dorms being built the new parking garages the new construction all of that that's already been paid for essentially
1: yeah and uh, but I forgot what but, yeah, so, yeah, like, the businesses around the community are going to be affected. You're not going to have, a, the ta- like, all the tailgate, like, that bring in money, the parking that brings in money. It, you're going to see communities hurt. It's sad to see, but it's the reality of the situation when you cancel any athletic, uh, whether it's March Madness, we saw that take a big hit. You see football being canceled, potentially basketball. We see the Pac-12. So, like, it's, it's just a big shit show, as I said. Like, it just yep. is.
0: It is. It is for sure. We'll see how it plays out. It's, it's going to be, I mean, it's sad to see this. I mean, you'd have thought that we, we could have figured it out. And I think, I don't think we figured it out, but you could have thought we could at least, you know, I mean, been good enough to play some college football. I mean, so now the NFL is probably going to, I mean, assuming that all the other football conferences within the next two weeks postpone or cancel, whatever they're going to do. Assuming that happens, you're going to see the NFL on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Saturday and Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night football as well. So you're going to see – and the only days you're not going to have NFL is Tuesday and Wednesday, which I'm fine with. I mean, Wait.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: Wait, but are di- they going to Fridays? Well, they're going to if college football cancels, of course. Why wouldn't All they?
1: Right. I mean, people Take already Thursday. hate thir- – but people already hate Thursday nights as – we know. Well, it. Friday sure?
0: nights. Well, Friday night except for the Thursday night. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, people like NFL fans that get off work on a Friday, go home, and you. No, I'm not saying fans. I'm eight. saying the
1: players,
0: though. Oh well, pff, the NFL doesn't care. I mean, are they really going to ask the, are the players going to have to approve it? No, I mean, it, it's it, it. The the players would be dumb to do that. They're going to play on on Friday night and Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see. I mean, I would like to see it. You know, uh, uh. Friday night, you know, maybe like a doubleheader. Maybe play like a 5 o'clock game and like an a 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock game. Do an do a East Coast, West Coast type of thing. I think that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Maybe do a doubleheader Friday. And then you don't have as many games on Sunday. If you play a game Thursday, two games Friday, and maybe two games Saturday, you're up to five and you have two on Monday. That's seven. Out of the 16, you only need uh, – Eight on was that eight on Sunday, nine on Sunday, nine on Sunday for sixteen games, minus one for the bye week. That's eight minus one for Sunday Night Football. That's only seven afternoon games. You split that. You go three at one and and uh, four at four or four at one and three at four. It's going to make it easier to watch more NFL games, which I am all in favor for.
1: Yeah, and, and that that like that's not a bad idea because, uh, like I I um I've like I stream Red Zone on the regular and like you oh, yeah. get all the games, but it's just like it's hard to keep track of like six games and remembering what happened. So like having that like nice split wouldn't be wouldn't be bad because now you're only focusing on three instead of six. And it, it yeah, I wouldn't mind that. The only thing that were like would um, be bad is you'd probably have commercials in Red Zone because like three games
0: like, you know what I mean well, I mean you, you don't have to run red zone I mean you could run red zone on a, on a Sunday and just do those games but uh, I think you know that'll be that'll be good I think ESPN might get into the game a little bit more with that too so we'll see I mean it's I mean the NFL it now has an opportunity to you know take hold of this and make it because I think the NFL will play I mean I say, I mean, I, I said this a month ago. I don't see any way college football doesn't play. I don't. I'm going to say right now, August 11th. I don't see it any way the NFL doesn't at least play some games this fall. Um, because I mean, you can't postpone. I mean, what if it's no better in spring? I mean, You
1: honestly, don't know. That's
0: right. the whole thing. Hopefully, I mean, we're supposed to have a vaccine here soonish. So hopefully, that'll. I mean, people will stop freaking out when we have a vaccine, I hope it's my hope, but um yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, just watch it changes daily. I mean, it's just changes daily and it's, it's absolutely amazing to watch.
1: But I mean, on the bright side, we've got some uh, Pacers to watch tomorrow. That's true. We do
0: have the Pacers to watch was that they're getting closed it in on the end of the regular season? I honestly, and I have meant to watch, but I just have, I have not had um, time or when I do, I don't remember that they're playing and they play the Rockets tomorrow at four. And then uh, is that the end of the, uh, they got, no, they got one
1: more against the heat, the heat. Yeah.
0: So they play the heat um, on Friday and then the playoffs start when that next Monday.
1: I assume so. I I don't know. I'm just I'm just sticking to the bubble right now.
0: I go day by day, Sam. I you know I I gotta just keep in mind what I got going tomorrow, and then worry about Thursday, and then I'll worry about Friday. You know, I just planning <laughs> out stuff's overrated on, in my opinion. So, but the pay I mean they've been doing great. I mean lost. I mean you've only lost you know what four and uh, four, four and two. two in the bubble. So you can't complain about that if you can get. I mean, Houston and Miami are going to be two tough games. Miami kind of uh, gave you your bacon on uh, Monday, yesterday. But you get it back, and I think uh, the Pacers will be in a good position for the playoffs. They're not going to win it all, but uh, they can make a, a pretty good run and maybe to the Eastern Conference Finals, which would be, be interesting.
1: That would be solid. But, I mean, I'm just worried about securing that fourth or fifth spot, which I don't even know if we want to play the Heat at this point. I mean, we just got basically like crapped on against the Heat. But do we want to play the Celtics who have looked all right in the bubble? I don't know who we want to play. The, the, the top half of the East is loaded. You've got Milwaukee. We don't want to play them. Raptors have looked phenomenal. Boston's looked iffy at times, but they're, they're probably going to be solid come playoff time and of course you got Miami. So you got to basically pick your poison of who you want to play. You either want to play Miami or you want to play Boston at this point.
0: I would rather play Boston honestly. Um I know they might be a tad better but I think I think the Pacers get the heat in their head. Like I think it's like a, I think they just get it in their head when they play the Heat. Um in my opinion. So I would rather play play Boston which would be You would have to drop a couple of games here. Um, You'd have to rely on Philly to win a couple and the Pacers to lose a couple. But uh, I would rather play Boston, but I think we'll be fine if we play Miami. I mean, tomato, tomato, honestly. Tomato,
1: tomato. I agree with you that I would rather play the Celtics, but it's just like looking at the Heat roster, they're just so stacked. Like I was watching the first half of the game before I realized that the Pacers like just couldn't make their shots and were going to lose that game. So I turned yeah. off. Kidrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, who's a three-point monster. Tyler Heros, who's a three-point monster. You got Jimmy Butler, of course. Derek Jones Jr., the the dunking beast. You got Bama Adebayo, who's arguably going to be the most improved player. You got Kelly O'Leary coming off the bench. Jay Crowder, Andre Goodall, who's a super, uh, uh, NBA's final champion. Like, to me, the he have one of the most, like, stacked teams top to bottom in the East. And I think, I think that they have a good chance to make it to the Eastern Conference out of uh, the Celtics in the heat. I didn't say
0: it at the beginning of the show, but make sure you follow us on Twitter, straight up sports talk on Twitter at sports talk at six. The, the uh, live radio show that you guys have heard earlier is under further review. We'll, we'll say that it's under mm-hmm. further review. We need Sam. We're going to talk about it, decide where that will be headed going forward. And, uh, How
1: many
0: followers do we have on there? We'll see. Uh, follower count as of today, I think 31 is what we're up to. So not terrible. Um, we haven't been as active. I've been slacking, been slacking off. We haven't been as active, but yeah, we are, uh, we are, uh, at 31 followers. If you get that to 40, that'd be awesome. Share, share, share this guys. I mean, this is just straight up pure, you know, awesomeness entertainment. (laughs) So we, we would, uh, Love it if you share us again. No, wherever you're listening right now. I mean, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Anchor. Hopefully, going to be on iHeart Podcasts. I don't know how how uh, you know what listeners we'd have on that platform. We can uh, get into that. Hopefully, we can we can get on iHeart Radio here in the near future. But check us out on all platforms, and and uh, we we truly appreciate you guys tuning in. Sam, you, you got anything uh, left in in the old tank before before we head out this evening?
1: I've got two things. one, Grant, did you know Pandora has podcasts because they know. i I heard that
0: on uh on your podcasts, I think Hey well.
1: shout out to that. There you go. There you go. But yeah, they do. It takes about four to six weeks to get on there. I'm pretty sure, so I don't know I didn't even know Pandora had a podcast before I applied to them. But they do. So if you want to put us on there, you can. But the, the what I got left in the tank is to rant a little bit of what Callen, this the dumbhead coward, had to say on Twitter yesterday, which peed me. I don't know. Did you see this tweet, Grant?
0: Yeah, I did, and I'm gonna pull it back up just for, for for my referencing pleasure. But yes, I did see the tweet.
1: Oh my gosh, it, it made me so met so much, so mad. I retweeted and said some 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 dumb shit, but yeah, I was pretty mad at it. As as we're both Mac fans, he kind of pissed me off. He said the Ivy League, Mac, Mountain West Conference, UConn, and Old Dominion have canceled football. Unfortunately, just for this year. And that's why I don't listen to Colin Coward, Coward speak on a regular basis because ever since the Sport Nation Day, he's been a garbage taker. He's almost as worse as Stephen A. and Skip Bayless and all of them hot – hot takers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, that's all I have to say on it. I was pissed off. He made me mad, and he, he's stupid. Hey, but he got you to click on his content.
0: That's what he's after, Sam. See, you fed right into what he wants. I saw you commenting on it or retweeting it, whatever you did. Yeah,
1: I retweeted he,
0: Yeah, but he wanted that click, and he sure got it from you. That's he he can get, get you. okay, see, great. If you see something on Twitter that you don't like, they're just doing it to get clicks. Great. So if you respond to it, then you're just feeding in. They're like, oh yeah, I don't care what he said about me, but I got the click. See, if people went on onto us and like after I tweeted out an episode and they retweet it and it's like they say they have like 10,000 followers and uh, and they say this, this show is so trash. I don't know why anyone would listen to it. Well, let's say a thousand of their 10,000 followers click on it because they're like, oh, it's bad. I mean, let's see how bad it is. Then, okay, so now we just went from 10 listens per episode to 1,010. So I'll take it because guess what? Listens are listens. And especially in an industry where we're selling, I mean, we're not selling any ads, but, you know, Cowherd is, I mean, it's, it's another listen for that ad. And then you take that, you know, to your sales guys and you say, look, I mean, this is how many people are listening. We want some more money. I'm okay. just, I'm just saying, yeah. you know yeah. that that's how it works. But yeah, yeah I get like, I get I, what you're saying about his comment. I agree. It you know have some respect I, for the Mac. I, okay, I, gonna,
1: I get what you're saying, and that goes into the whole psychology of marketing and whatnot. But like, first of all, has he? I wonder if has he even played a snap of college football in his life? He he looks like he was probably third string on his junior varsity team. First off, and second off. I, I would only disagree to the fact that I'm not clicking on, like, his, like, radio show and I'm not listening to him personally, and I won't after that dumbass comment ever again. So, like, that's the only thing I'll disagree with. Like, I agree, like, it it probably helps him in marketing. Hey, like, I got, like, 3,000 interactions or whatever. But at the same time, like, I just, like, retweeted his tweet. It wasn't, like, watching him a clip of his show. Right, yeah. Yeah, sense. yeah.
0: I agree. I agree with you. I mean, I thought his comments were a little rude. I mean, come on, Colin, be a little nicer to us. But yeah, I I, uh, I agree with you that. All right, Sam, we'll come back next week and do another podcast, and then we have we only have one one more podcast where we have to look at each other on a screen, and then hopefully we can
1: record looking. Well, at we gotta each other. figure that shit out now. I know, <laughs> I mean, we're
0: so used to it, we might as well just keep it, right? I mean, shit.
1: I mean. Uh, <laughs> We, well, we got to talk about that and figure Hey, we'll figure out. it out. You guys, It won't change for
0: you guys because you'll still be listening to both of us do some awesome sports conversation. We thank you for tuning in, Sam. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. That's been Sam Thillman. My name's Grant Covey. Again, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter, Straight Up Sports Talk on Twitter. If you've listened this far, thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Hopefully nobody else cancels, but we know they will. We'll talk to you then. Until then, my name's Grant Covey. Have a good one.